One of the biggest things that we see often enough is consistency. Be consistent in your training. Hey, what's happening, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Off The Mat. My name is Josh Dumlin, and as you can see, I am still by myself because, well, Nicole is still in Finland right now. She's going to be starting to make her way back, I think, tomorrow. Well, as of filming this anyway, so by the time you watch this again, she'll have already been back and we'll probably have already filmed an episode or two with her. So stay tuned. Don't worry. You're going to have her back soon enough. I just want to say uh, a big thank you to everybody here who tunes into the show, everybody who listens and comments and and shares this these shows because they've learned something or they've enjoyed them. I just want to say thank you all for doing that, for any of the... Um, parents, students, just anybody who's watching and listening. Again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you from myself and Nicole here. So really funny thing I want to get into before I actually get into today's episode. And this literally just happened just last night in classes. So this past couple weeks, between two of our instructors gone, I've been covering a lot of the classes. So I've actually been on the floor a lot more than I usually am. And last night we were doing the little champs classes and we had one of what, well, what we were doing was we did a bit of our, our warm up, we did some of the class and then we got into an obstacle course. Every once in a while, we like to run this little obstacle course circuit class with the little champs because it's lots of fun, but it also works highly on their coordination, their balance, and all kinds of skills. As long as we put in things that they're going to actually benefit and are going to help them in Taekwondo, obstacle courses are a great way for them to learn, but also just have a lot of fun with it. So as we're doing the obstacle courses, I usually stand at the front and I kind of let the next person know when they're going to be able to go. Because again, we're dealing with the four, five, and six-year-olds. If we just kind of told them to go when they wanted to, they would just, well, it would just look like that and we would just have a whole bunch of kids running everywhere. So I usually stand at the front and I sort of let everybody know when they're able to go. Um, I've got the line there and I've got a couple instructors who kind of watch the rest of the obstacle course to make sure that, you know, if they're struggling with a, a part of the the course, I'm going to have an instructor there who's going to be able to help them. I don't have to leave the line. I usually have another instructor kind of watching the rest of the line, making sure that the kids are staying in a straight line and kind of moving through, pumping through, so that way we can just kind of let it go just like a well-oiled machine. And everything's running really smooth last night. We're having a good, good run. But as I stand at the front, I always do this thing with the kids. I always kind of make a bit of a joke when the next person's up, as they're waiting, I sort of talk to the next kid in line. And I usually do this one thing where I kind of ask them if they are faster than a turtle, faster than a snail, faster than a sloth. I, I come up with some whatever the slowest thing I can think of, and I ask them if they're faster than that thing, a turtle. And usually they laugh. They, they of course, correct me afterwards, and they'll say something like, I am faster than a cheetah. I'm faster than um, a rocket ship. I'm faster than a race car. And they've always got, I got, last night I had the first one. I, I had faster than a shooting star. Now that's something. Hey, like they, they, they imagine themselves way out in outer space. They are a shooting star. Uh, that's some vision right there. So 
they always come up with something and it always makes them laugh. So I always just enjoy doing that. And it, it always brings a smile to their face. And then when they get up, they get to picture themselves as whatever fast thing was the cheetah, the, the lion, the rocket ship, the race car, the shooting star, whatever it is, they put themselves in that, that frame of mind. And then they get to run the obstacle course. So I'm going through the kids. Next one's coming up, I'm doing my thing, doing my thing. I'm doing my thing. And then we have one of our young kids come up and he's a younger kid, but he's actually quite tall for, for that class. So he kind of stands almost a whole head over the rest of the kids, but he comes up and I can, I get down on my knees when I'm doing this thing. So when I talk to them, I'm eye to eye with them and he comes up and he grabs me by the back of the neck. He pulls me in and he looks me dead in the eye and he says, I'm faster than a Velociraptor baby and then took off. He was through that obstacle course faster than anybody else. But it was just the level of confidence that he had when he grabbed me, looked me dead in the eye and said, I'm faster than a Velociraptor baby. It was just one of the funniest things ever because I feel like there's so many things that these kids say that I could write books just on stuff I have heard from kids. And I always try to share some of these little stories with you guys here. It was just a funny little thing that I just thought was really cute, but also just really cool. He was very confident about it. And he ended up rocking that thing, ran it faster than probably anybody, but not here to talk about just obstacle courses. I'm here to talk to you guys about how you can make sure you keep your kids motivated to come to classes. This could be your martial arts classes. This could be whatever activity or sport they're in, or even just for yourself. This doesn't just have to be for your kids, but this could be for yourself. You know, one thing that we do see pretty common with people who eventually quit and move on is it's usually centered around one of these three things that I'm going to touch on that can just help make sure you're going to you're going to see growth, you're going to see progression, and motivation continue to go so that way you don't eventually just see a kid, your child, or maybe yourself just decide, you know what, I'm just done, I'm just going to quit. There's many other things that we can go into, but these are the three things that I really find we see heavy on if we actually kind of go backwards from the time somebody decides they're quitting. We work our way backwards. Usually one of these three things, most of the time is all three, we need to kind of work on. And if you work on these three things, you're actually going to see uh, yourself continue. You're going to keep the motivation going. You're going to keep moving through. You're going to progress and all of that stuff. So as we go through, and like I said, when, when we start looking at people who drop off and quit, um, whether again, whether this is, these are adults, teens, or kids, um, one of the big, one of the biggest things that we see often enough is consistency. Be consistent in your training. You know, pick two days. You know, right now with, with our school, we have a pretty open schedule. We run five nights a week and we give a lot of flexibility for parents to kind of choose which days they want to go. But we still tell parents that regardless of the fact that you can go um, any two days that you want to go, pick two days and stick to them. One of the easiest ways to just kind of fall off the track is to just be inconsistent with your training. One week you're coming Monday, Wednesday. One week you're coming Tuesday, Thursday. Another week it's Monday, Tuesday. Another week it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
when you're not consistent in the days that you go, it's really hard. You're, you're not building good habit. We often say consistency develops mastery. In fact, on our water bottles that we have here at Champion Taekwondo, that is one of the sayings that is on them. Consistency develops mastery. And if we want to actually develop the skills, if we want to stay motivated, if we want to continue to go, we have to be consistent. So one of those two ways is, like I said, pick your two days, Monday and Wednesday. If you're going to make Monday and Wednesday your training day, make Monday and Wednesday your training day. Those are the only two days you're going to go. Now, things are going to happen. Maybe you have to miss a Wednesday because something happened. You know, there was there was something that just completely out of your control and you had to change up your day. Totally understandable. You might have to do a makeup class and come on a Thursday. But for 95% of your training, 95% or more of what you're doing, be consistent with it. You know, whether it's the kids, whether it's yourself, we as humans like consistency. We want things to just kind of be the same thing, like a schedule, just clockwork. So if it's Monday and Wednesday, you're going to go. Make sure that Monday, Wednesday are your days. You go to those and you don't change those unless something, again, has to shift. And if you have to change those days to a a Tuesday, Thursday, a Tuesday, Friday, then make those two days your days that you're going to go. Because again, that consistency is going to develop the mastery. So if you're if you're wanting to stay, if you're wanting to develop and you're wanting to grow, be consistent. Now, with that, we often find too, like even when the the days come, sometimes kids are still not quite prepared and ready to go. So what we often want to do is I, as a parent, the morning of, my kids typically train Tuesday, Thursday. Right now, we've shifted that to Monday, Wednesday. Why did we do that? We have another activity that my one son is in on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so we've shifted it to Monday, Wednesday. We're not going to jump in and, and, like I said, go all over. We're shifting those two days. Those are the only two days he's going to go, um, and those are his training days on top of the other activity that he's in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Now, when that activity's done, we're moving them back over Tuesday and Thursday. But the other thing that we do is the morning of, as we're getting ready, as we're having breakfast, as they're changing, brushing their teeth, and we're getting ready for the day, we pre-frame the rest of the night on what's going to happen. They already know they're going to school, but I give them a little bit of a pre-frame. Hey, after I pick you up from school, I'm going to pick you up. We're coming straight to the dojang. Rocky, you've got to make sure you get your uniform on when I pick you up and get you to the club. You're going to get your uniform on, your training. Ryder, I need you ready at 6.15 because your class happens. They already know in the morning what's going to happen after school. So they have some form of the, for, some form of reference. What's going to be happening? What is the plan? My kids live off a plan. Like Ryder, the first thing he wakes up is what's the plan today? He asks that. That, that is, I, I swear, if he, if he had a quote, like if I were to make some sort of quote and put it up there, it would be what's the plan, Ryder? Because that's exactly what he says every morning. What's the plan today? He wants to know. He wants to know what is on the schedule, what we are doing. So that way he's able to kind of get his mind centered around what is going on and what he has to be prepared for. What does he mentally have to get ready to do? So in the morning, 12 hours later, class is going to be happening on. I've already told him. You're going to school. I'm going to pick you up. We're going to take you to the club at 6:15. You got to make sure that you're ready downstairs with your uniform on, ready to train. That's how we are because 
he lives at the studio here when I'm teaching. So he comes upstairs. I'm a very responsible young kid. He gets his uniform on. He gets downstairs. All I don't even have to ask him. He's usually like 30 minutes early. He's downstairs. and But I do the same thing for Rocky. We give him a little pre-frame. We tell him, this, uh, this morning, you're going to day home. I'm going to pick you up. We're going straight to the club. You're going to put your uniform on. We're doing classes. I have a snack ready to go for him. So that way, as we're getting into the club, as we're driving in, he has a little snack. He gets upstairs, gets his uniform on, comes downstairs. Okay, so that's one way to make sure that when you're consistent with your schedule, one way you can really help by pre-framing the night ahead. And if it's baseball, Ryder, you're going to go to school. I'm going to pick you up. We're able to have dinner first because your baseball is not till six. I'm not teaching. We're going to go home. We're going to eat. We're going to baseball. Great. He already knows. I'm picking him up. We're going to have dinner. We're going to go to baseball. We're going to go home. He has an idea of what's happening for the rest of the night, the rest of the day, so that way he's able to, like I said, mentally prepare himself. All day he's thinking, I've got Taekwondo tonight. I hope we spar. I hope we do patterns. I hope we're doing this. I hope we're using the pads. I hope we're doing some flying sidekicks. Baseball. Baseball is on the thing. Oh, man, I can't wait to bat. I was practicing pitching the other day. I can't wait to go up and pitch. Okay, so consistency. Be consistent with your training. Don't let little things like get in the way of that consistency. Be a schedule and stick to it. Okay. Second thing is, is be prepared. So this goes along the lines of just having your stuff ready. Um, Listen, I'm not going to sit there and say, I'm really busy. I hate it when people say, like, if you tell me you're busy, I, I almost instantly just zone you right out. Okay. I'm busy. You're busy. Everybody's busy. I get it. Okay, so I always hear this whole thing and we hear it, whether it comes to your training and your consistency, whether it's your your diet, your your fitness, your your martial arts training, anything. Everybody gives the excuse that they're busy. Okay, and I get it. But like I said, we're all busy. So please, if you're the type of person who uses I'm busy as an excuse for why you don't do something, just please stop, because most of us. Most people are just going to zone out, okay? We're all busy. Our kids are busy. They're doing school and activities and all this stuff. We're all busy, okay? You've got a job. You're a parent. We get it. We all have that. We're all busy, okay? But being prepared, preparing the night before, having things ready to go, you know, having a clean uniform in a bag dedicated to your Taekwondo. So like, I have many, I have a bag for, for my Taekwondo. I have a bag for my work. I have a bag for travel. I have a bag for hiking. I've got, like, I have a bunch of different bags. Okay. And each one of those serves its own purpose. Okay. My Taekwondo stuff does not go into my biking bag. My biking stuff does not go into our, our hiking or travel bag. Okay. My, the, the, the travel type stuff does not go into my work bag. Okay. Work stuff goes in to my work bag. Okay. It's a backpack, laptop carrying, all of that stuff. I put all of my wires, cables, chargers. I put my laptop, my journals, all of these things, schedules, all of that goes into my work bag. Nothing else touches that. I don't put uh, my baseball gloves so I can go play catch with Ryder in my work bag. I don't put it in there because if I put it in there, I'm going to lose it. Okay. Be prepared. Okay. My Taekwondo bag is for Taekwondo stuff only. 
sparring gear, uniforms, belts, mouth guards. That's it. It's the only thing that can go into that Taekwondo bag. Okay, that's it. Okay, that Taekwondo bag is meant for Taekwondo stuff only. It's the only thing that's allowed to touch it. Okay, the only thing outside of that might be a snack. You know, like maybe I'm going to put a sandwich in there. I'm going to put some apples in there, whatever. Okay, like I might put that in there. But it is the things that I am going to need for classes. I'm fortunate enough here. I've got a place I can keep most of my stuff. So I'm, I'm really lucky that way. But when I do have to, um, when I had to go to a, a school to train, when I had to bring my things in because I didn't have a place to keep my my gear, all of that Taekwondo stuff in went, went into one bag. It helped me stay prepared so that way my belt didn't leave that bag. Okay, so being prepared. But not only that, when you pick your kids up, you get them in, or maybe you're getting off work and you're coming to class. If you're prepared with your stuff in that bag because Monday and Wednesday you're training and your Taekwondo bag is sitting in your truck, in your car, waiting because Monday and Wednesday, what are you doing? You're training. Your bag with everything in it is in your vehicle. Okay, it's ready to go. So be prepared. Like I said, with with Ryder and Rocky, I got to pick them up and I got to have a snack in the vehicle. So that way they can eat their snack because the second I pick them up and we get straight to the club, classes start. Like I don't have time to sit there and be like, he, well, he's got to eat and he's, we got to do it on the road those days. Okay, and that's just how that is. Like I said, that's just, that's just what we do. Okay, that's how we do it, but that's how we get it done. Okay, so being prepared. Okay, being prepared is going to help you be consistent. Okay, so third thing, be on time. Be on time for classes. Be on time for practice. Be on time for the game. Whatever it is you're doing, be on time. There is nothing worse. There's no worse feeling than showing up to practice, showing up for a class, and you're the one person who's late. You're coming halfway through a warm-up, halfway through the exercise. The class has already gotten in. Their mind is already going with Taekwondo and training and practice. We've already gotten a little chit-chat out of the way, and they're ready to go. And if you're late, you feel a little left out. Okay, It's hard to get motivated when you show up and you're late. It's hard. It's a little embarrassing, to be totally honest. Like, it, like most people don't think that oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's a little embarrassing. We've all been late for something. When you come in and you're the one person walking in, you're kind of like put on a spotlight a little bit. You're going to feel that way anyway. Okay, we're not like poking and laughing at people walking in as they do it. Not doing that. But you do feel like uh, awkward as I'm trying to walk in and I'm a little bit late and I got to put my bag away and get to the back of the classroom. And maybe you're a higher belt too. Oh man, I should have been near the front because that's the belt level I am. You're late. You ain't lining up at the front. You're lining up at the back. You're in the back over there. Okay. You're in the nosebleeds. It sucks. Okay. So being on time, like be on time. Things get in the way. I get it. But again, if you can be prepared, you're going to have a better time being on time. Okay. So be on time. Like I said, um, when, when, when you show up late, it's, it's hard because staying focused and being like clear on the mission and the objective of the class is going to be very, very difficult because you, you've come in to a state of chaos already in your mind. Everything's just I'm late. I'm putting my bag away. Everybody's already like dialed in. They've warmed up. Okay. Nerves are out. They're ready to train. Okay. Be on time. 
If you're prepared, you're going to be on time. If you're consistent, it's going to be easier to be prepared, which means it's going to be easier to be on time. So those three things right there are going to help you make sure that you maintain some motivation. Now, like I said, there's other things and other other factors that we're going to be going through later on that, you, that I'm sure we'll talk about. But these three items can really help you make sure if you're starting, like I said, when we look at people who quit, it is these three things that if we actually look at attendance, we usually see with people who quit more, more than half of them, their scheduling is chaotic. One week they came in Monday, another week they came in Wednesday, another week it was Tuesday, another time it was Monday, and then Friday, then Monday, three day, three weeks in a row. So be consistent. Trust me, we have done this. Okay, prepared. Again, when we look at people who quit, usually what we see, we usually see those ones who, who have quit. One class, they've got their full set of gear. The next class, they're missing a boot. The next class, they're missing their helmet. Next class, they forgot their belt at home. The next class, they were hungry because they didn't eat because they came in. They were not prepared. Okay? And then eventually, they just lose a little bit of motivation because they don't want to come. They don't want to go. How hard is it to be motivated when you're not prepared? When you're not like in the frame of mind to actually come in and deliver the best you've got. Okay? And then being on time. And like I said, I guarantee you we can track this here. And we, when we look at this, when we look at people who, who usually drop off, we do see consistency in time. Well, they're usually late. Okay? They're usually late. They're usually the ones coming in five minutes late, 10 minutes late, eight minutes late. Missing the warm-up, missing the first part of the exercise, missing the little chit-chat we do with the kids before, missing the chit-chat with the adults we do before. Okay, so those three things are really, seriously, if you can be consistent, if you can be prepared, and you can be on time, you're just going to have that much more chance of success and staying motivated in your martial arts training. Anyway, guys, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Work on those three things. If you need help with any of those things, reach out. Like, like ask me questions about what, what bag I use, what sort of, what sort of things I put in, in these stuff here. If you want to learn more about that, just ask me, you know, drop me, drop us a message, send us an email, leave it in the comments on YouTube, what bag we use or whatever it is, whatever you want to know about any of these three things, just ask. Okay. And if you find this helps with you and you think that somebody else can benefit from this episode, please do me a favor and share it with them because then they will then learn these lessons and then hopefully be able to stay motivated in their training. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. My name is Josh Dumlin and you've been listening to Off The Mat.